0: Hey, what's up? It's Denaya Azure. Be sure to follow me all over social media at Denaya Azure, D A N A Y A A Z U R E, and like the Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash Denaya Designs for You, Facebook.com forward slash Denaya Azure Radio, and be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube. Just type in Denaya
1: Azure. Hey, everybody, I'm Ali Joseph, and you are now tuned in live with Denaya Azure Radio.
0: Well, hello, 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 Alicia, and welcome to Denia Azure Radio. How are you?
1: Hey, girl. Hey, I'm doing well, doing well. How are you?
0: I am good. I am good. This is my friend, my sister, Ali Joseph, the virtual solutionist Is in the building. I've <laughs> known this girl for 20 years, child, 20 years. She is a wife. She is a mother. She is doing her thing online. Go ahead and introduce yourself real quick, Miss Lady.
1: Yes, Mr. Azur. I am super excited to be on here. Hello, everyone. My name is Ali Joseph. I am known online um, as the Virtual Solutionist. My story is a little unique. I spent over 12-plus years in corporate America working for Five, Fortune 500 startups, some of the top startups in Chicago, Illinois. Um, obviously, for those, you know, legality reasons, I'm not going to name them, but um, if you follow my story on social media, you will know. Um, I am, just like Denaya said, I am a wife. I am a mother. I have a now 15-month-old. It's very shocking. Um, so I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely shocking. Yeah. Um, I've been working in the startup space for over 12-plus years, so you name it, I've, I've done it from process improvement. I've done um, leading teams, teams the largest 120, smallest 10, um, anything dealing with systems I have done in the corporate sector. I'm just taking a lot of that experience and brought it over to my own company. Um, I've kind of been dabbling over the last five-plus years in entrepreneurship um, tapping into those pivotal things and kind of landed on definitely with systems and CRMs for small businesses because customer onboarding and being a startup can definitely be challenging but can be overtaken, being organized. In addition, um, I'm starting a new leadership and managing course that I am currently working on that's going to be launching very, very soon. So definitely we'll Get more into that a little bit later, but I'm excited to be here. Definitely. So, how did you get
0: into CRM? Explain exactly what that is.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, a CRM is short for customer relationship management. So, a lot of companies, um, especially whether you're in a startup or whether you're like a Fortune 500 or huge company. You definitely, or anyone in business, I should say, you definitely need a customer relationship management tool. So you'll hear me say CRM throughout just the interview. But you definitely want to have a customer relationship management tool. This is just simply a tool that helps you to stay organized um, with your customers. So if you have a current customer base, if you're building your customer base, whether you sell a product or you have a service, It's simply a tool that helps you do that, keeps you organized. Um, It definitely helps you to stay together, track all the information with regards to your lifetime value customers, which is customers that are repeated customers. Um, It gives you trends and analysis to help you understand what services or products you're offering works, what's not so popular, And it's also a great way to become more innovative with new products. So if you're launching new products or thinking about it, you have that CRM trend analysis from your customers that can let you know exactly what is working and what they would like to see. And I mean, in general, with the CRM as well, it's crucial because obviously if you have customers, you know, writing down their information or just writing down their products or services manually – definitely can get messy (laughs) and it definitely can get um, unorganized and you're all over the place and then you're trying to branch all this information on top of your numbers when you're at the end of the year for your taxes and, and dealing with your accountant for the IRS, which is not always a great thing if you're not organized. But customer relationship management tools, very crucial. For me, it was necessary because working for startup companies, even though, one, they do have CRM tools. But I noticed a lot of startups, small businesses, especially um, local small businesses, a lot of people were just doing businesses based off of their hobbies. And then once they started transitioning into becoming a legal business, so when we're talking about being legal, it's separating yourself from you. So typically that is an LLC, that's an s Corps, that's a C-Core. A lot of people weren't getting the necessary tools to organize their customers, especially when you're trying to go for those PPP loans, small business loans, um, business credit. Those things are initially very important, so separating yourself as an entity. But on top of that is just making sure that your checks and balances with your customer is there. And so for me, it was really crucial to take a lot of those skills and knowledge that I learned in startups, um, big big startups, um, and actually bringing that knowledge and expertise to smaller businesses that were looking to scale.
0: Absolutely. And Ali Joseph, a.k.a. The Virtual Solutions, is my guest here on today's Radio. So what are the, one of one of the major challenges that you had to overcome when it came to entrepreneurship? And what did you do to overcome those challenges?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I talked about this a while back. Um I think, God, this was last year, or yes, yeah, this is last year. I talked about imposter syndrome um on a previous podcast. That's probably been the biggest I think, and it's for a lot of entrepreneurs, right? because a lot of the times we're most of the time before we hear the negative from other people, we're like self sabotaging ourselves all the time, you know, we think about an idea and We think, okay, this could be a good idea. This could be something really great. And then, you know, we immediately self sabotage. Well, I know people who do this. I know people who uh, can do this better than me. They're already way ahead. And all these different things just start going in your head like what you can't do. And that was something that for a long time, even with previous start, like previous businesses or industries that I was working in, was a challenge for me because I immediately self-sabotage. Like, you know, we've we've heard the saying, you know, we're our own worst enemy. And in a lot of senses, Mm -hmm. that's true when you're starting a business. Um, We'll think about something and we just will self-sabotage or what if I need this or I can't do this. And even today, like, things that I didn't think I could do before, now I'm realizing avenues and learning and investing and educating to realize, like, oh, these are – things that I can't overcome, and so imposter syndrome has always been something, even in my corporate career, that it's just hard for us to believe that sometimes that we are, I guess I could say the shit in that in our industries, in our talent, <laughs> and I think a lot of times, like, like it, we, we have to really continue to have those motivational conversations. We have to really continue to, instead of speaking negatively on the gifts that we've been bringing, that we have, we need to speak life to them and, and have those motivations and affirmations. And so it, it took a long time, and I, I mean, I can even admit today there's still a small percentage. Sometimes where it'll kind of wean in even now, but I think um, as I continue to just work on myself, work on my business, recognize that the, the talents that I have are unique and are needed. It's definitely made me more confident when I'm talking to people or engaging people in the type of conversation. And, I mean, that's something that I I highly recommend any entrepreneur. I know we've all went through it at least once or maybe twice in our careers or even just in our life, but imposter syndrome can definitely hold you back. And I definitely highly recommend if that's something that you're struggling with, um, you know, definitely you can, we'll talk a little bit about following me because that was something I really told this story, but I, I really highly encourage you to, to recognize that your talented gifts are, they are yours. They weren't, you didn't build these skills for no apparent reason. Like these gifts are yours and you are supposed to utilize them for better impact. Definitely.
0: So you, uh, so you, have, you now have a 15-month-old. So how has being a mother truly changed your life, and how do you work out the whole balance of being a wife, having the company, um, and being a mother?
1: So, you know, that's that's a fantastic question. And I'm going to be very transparent. I I still haven't figured it. Out. I have not. Figured that out. The only thing that I can say for me is that I think for a long time I listened to other entrepreneurs and other mothers and and ball spades and um, entrepreneurs, you know, and other women. And it, for me, it's just like you kind of. For me, I'm just saying this for me. You kind of have to really prioritize, right? Like being a mother, um, you know, being a wife without kids was different for me because, you know, me and my husband were both, you know, we were both really young. We we could kind of go and come as we please. So now in our lives, it's a little bit different. Like juggling that was a little bit of a struggle, but you find the balance, obviously, with communication. Um, communication and just really trying to, you know, understand both perspectives and finding compromise. It's the same thing here, but I think for me, you know, I listen to other people, and it was just like, oh, okay, you know, you just have to find. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't found it. You just, to be honest, you just have to prioritize what's important. Our son is um, 15 months old. Um, he has medical complexities, and so, you know, in some instances, I've had to take a step back from business just simply to spend time with him in the hospital, or you know, he had a surgery last year, so you know, I had to take some time and step back and just really. But that first because that was first. Really, the best thing that I can say to anyone balancing is really just prioritizing, prioritizing what's most important. You know, um, a friend of ours, myself and Dania there her name is Ebony B. If, if you have not met her, you, you definitely need to connect with her. She has a really great focus. You know, her, her, her focus and her line is like, God first family, second, career, third, and I definitely utilize that as much as I can, and I definitely, that's why I'm giving her credit for that, because she has spoken this so many years for such a long time. Um, It's really just prioritizing those things that are important. There's never going to be an even balance of work, being an entrepreneur, being a wife, being a mother, or anything in that capacity. You just have to really step back for yourself first, because when we even talk about that, right, denial we talk about that, but never even mention self-care, and that's something, like, super important. I think a lot of people are ran down without having that self-care first, but it's never, you're never going to find that even balance. You're always going to, something's going to come up, something's going to happen that's just going to whether it's something you know is coming or if it's just going to come out of the blue and you have to really just prioritize and really be good at understanding and knowing yourself, your values and understanding what comes first in your life and the things that are most important. Once you prioritize that, then everything else will align and fall in place as needed. And if you have a really strong support system, that really helps as well. But I see too many people, you know, they're, they're doing this, and they're trying to do so much. They burn themselves out, and they either quit their business. They're not in a healthy situation, or they're not healthy themselves, and it just causes all kind of mess. So I, I'm going to be honest. I know some people may have wanted to hear, like, the soft priority. There's never going to be an even balance. <laughs> it's the best thing for you to do. Always just prioritize what's first in your life um, and make sure that those values are in line with your priorities. That's the best that I'm going to give you guys.
0: No, but but that's real talk though. I think it's important for people to hear to hear the truth. It's not easy. There are so many things that have made it complicated. Like I can't even imagine, you know, um, what what I had to go through when 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 COVID was super heavy, having to go back and forth to the hospital. Like that's insane. Yeah. So like it really it really does come with a situation where you have to put your family first. And, and that's what a lot of people had to do during when COVID was at its heaviest was put their family first and be like, you know what? As much as I love this job, I like my health more and you're not gonna pay me enough to be in the ho- to to be in the hospital. <laughs> Who wants to be in the hospital when it's COVID? Like what There's, it's so many things that <laughs> that go on. You know, so uh, so so I salute you and, and Jeff for, for pushing through that. And, you know, and uh, she looks adorable, loves the new photos, you know. And she's he's like a really sweet kid, you know. And I think when it comes down to, to the family piece, it's always going to be a tricky situation. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have to learn that a job will fire you tomorrow and replace you. Your child belongs forever, period.
1: Definitely. Absolutely.
0: You are 100% and 200%. That's okay. like A job will be like, oh, okay, on to the next. Your baby will never do that. Never. That, that that That's that's where I think that's what people need to really learn to focus on because your child's never going to forget you. They're never going to forget your name. They're never going to forget how you need them feel. They're never going to forget how you held them. Jobs don't care. So, there are some companies... That you know that'll that might you know stress out when you're gone and and want you back later then you got to charge them double. But you know, but that's typically not the case. Right. So put your family first.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: they okay. because they will they will work you to the ground if you allow them to. Don't allow them to. No no you know that your time is just as valuable as theirs because they won't tell you, and they Agreed. will try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So before you, so before you blow the spot up, fall back and allow them to understand that I, to my family first, and my health first, and 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 to make sure that that I'm good, so that you can be good, so that everyone can be happy. <laughs> 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 and Ali Joseph, the virtual solutionist, is my guest here on the Naya Azure Radio. So you have a podcast that you're bringing back. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, well, it's a couple things. So the podcast, well, essentially I was doing podcast. I'm not necessarily bringing a podcast back. Right now, we We're there was one that I was supposed to be doing, but like we've been talking about in this interview, just like priorities and really just focusing back Um that. I took a step back from that, not necessarily because I don't like podcasts. I actually loved it, did it, did a good couple podcasts um, over the last few years. It just was taking a little bit of a toll. And as my life changed, the, the work that goes into podcasting, um, Danaya, you know this, like everybody that's been a part of the podcast community, it definitely takes work. You know, you're talking from editing, from guests and everything of that nature. Um, what I've been really doing and focusing on is really just coming on podcasts, really incredible podcasts, such as here with the Naya Radio, and just really talking about my story and really just talking more about leveraging your business and making sure that you have the proper systems in place and having that customer onboarding. Because in our community today and in the way that people move now, it's crucial you know, a lot of jobs are now turning into hybrid models, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it's actually pretty good. Um, you can't just force people to jump back into an office. So um, so a lot of you you have to have that balance of, you know, of course, like that in-person, but of course, you know, over the pandemic, a lot of people have been really tapping into the online um, presence. And so that's crucial. And so that's where I step in for people who are really building that online presence, meeting that type of system that helps them actually keep their customers afloat, any new customers that they bring in while keeping their current customers aligned with all the products and services. And so I've been doing a lot of that with podcasting. The one thing that I'm actually working on, which I'm very excited about, is coming is a leadership um, academy. Um, this is something I was not going to do under any, under any circumstance. I wasn't going to do it. Um, I spoke to a mentor of mine recently, and they asked me why had I not considered doing, like, online courses about leadership and, and managing. I've been doing it for a very long time and in startups, and I really just wasn't going to do it because I just didn't want to do it. I was like, well, you know, honestly, it's just something that I do. Um, you know, I was doing it in my corporate career. I think the thing is now, because we're in this hybrid model, because people are leaving the traditional job and they're starting their own businesses, you know, people have to get systems set up, which is in turn one. You have to have a good customer onboarding experience. You have to be, of course, legal in all of those aspects. But two, we're we're getting new people who – we're getting a lot of people who've managed before, whether it's retail, whether it's in call centers, whatever the case is, they're leaving these organizations but have not acquired the necessary skills to lead people and to lead an organization. And that's something that I want to bring to the forefront because it's necessary, especially now. Um, You have a lot of people who have been really impacted by the pandemic, by COVID-19, and so you have to manage differently. And I can definitely say from experience, It is definitely a difference in managing that I was not doing pre-pandemic that I am doing now, post-pandemic per se. And so that is something that I'm working on. Um, I'm very excited to be working on this and really taking all of my 12 plus years in startup and the last seven years in leadership and, and managing and leading teams and really putting it into a course where people can actually work with me step-by-step step to understand what it takes to lead, especially going into the future, because a lot of stuff has just kind of got crazily, like crazy messed up over the pandemic. And now people are leaving, people are starting businesses, but it's very important to understand that the trajectory of, of how people work has changed. You have to change with that. So even some old habits. I know managers who've been managers and leaders for 20-plus years, and they still hold on to very old habits that do not work in today's market. (laughs) That do not work in today's market. And it's very crucial that you are learning and understanding what it takes to lead people today because, in, in my opinion, for me, leading has been It's definitely a challenge, but it's so rewarding because you are impacting someone's life. You're impacting their career. You're impacting their money, okay? (laughs) You're impacting their money. You're impacting their livelihood, you know? And so I bring a very unique perspective to the leading and managing um, industry and into that realm. And so starting to work on this course has been amazing. I'm so excited to be working on this course, but – I really think that it's going to bring a different perspective of leading um, people and managing teams. And this is not just for corporate. This is for um, businesses as well, CEOs, because when you build a team and when you start hiring people, even if they're independent contractors, you're still leading these people. You're leading them to the vision of your business. And if you're not doing it correctly, these people will walk away, can walk away easier if they're independent contractors, but more so you don't want to build a, a team of um, bad, poor morale. So that's coming. Um, definitely, um, I will leave contact info so you guys can stay in tune. But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited about that. That's, that's something that I wasn't going to do, but, yeah, it, it's time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's definitely what's up. And Ali Joseph, the virtual solutionist, is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So let's talk about how you built up your LinkedIn following. What do you think has been um, has been the key to your success on LinkedIn?
1: So definitely building that has been, um, one, the people I've worked with. So people that I've worked with in different startups, that was definitely number one. Really just my, my model is always first. If you're good to people, people will be good to you. I, I'm gonna say that first. Um, me just being great, like whether I partner with people, work with people in certain um, in certain jobs, me, um, manage people in certain jobs, um, help people with promotions, things of that nature. That was really huge for me. Um, that's how I really started building that and getting like feedback and reviews on LinkedIn. Um, another way though that I also really help to leverage LinkedIn is just the content. So I share a lot of content with regards to business. So entrepreneurship, um, customer service, customer onboarding, and of course leading people. And so a lot of people already in my network knew me, they had to worked with me, they've known of me, they have referred me to other people, and that and the content that I would share and that I share on LinkedIn. I really leverage that to people who are in these businesses, CEOs as well. And so, as I continue to share that content, as I continue to build these networks and connect with people, um, it started increasing my LinkedIn, um, leveraging my increasing my LinkedIn connections. Like now, I'm over seven thousand plus people on LinkedIn. I know there's people that have way more than I do, but I'm personally very proud of that because. A lot of these people, I had someone that I shared this on Facebook about a week or two ago, someone had reached out to me because of somebody, never said who it was, but someone had spoken highly to this this individual um, recruiter. It was essentially for like a director role. And, you know, again, I, I never heard of this company, don't know this person, but the person that referred them was someone who knew of my work and they knew of me leading um, teams. Um, in other past organizations. And so building your network um, building your network equals, you know, your network. And that's something I really had to learn as well when I was putting out that content and knowing the right type of content to put out as well, um, knowing how to properly hashtag because you really don't want to do that too much on LinkedIn. It's a little bit more professional. But leveraging a lot of people on, on LinkedIn, like that's where professionals are. That's where – whether they're in corporate, whether they're an entrepreneur, whether they're doing both, that's where they are. So definitely content, I would say is second. And third, honestly, it's just really building the relationship. Like a lot of people will come into my LinkedIn and they'll just be like, oh, I'm a sales rep and I got a thousand da, da, da. And, you know, if you want this, you know, not really nurturing the relationship. Like I actually talk to people on LinkedIn, I will talk to them and if I see content that I like, I will not only respond on their LinkedIn page, but I will also inbox them and just say, hey, you have some really great content, you know, and then, you know, I start just getting to know them. Like, that's a that's a motive. That's, like, one of the main things is, you know, that's a, a point where you talk about them, not necessarily about you, um, coming off the ground. If you really are interested in what they do and their content, Building that relationship, getting to know them, getting to know their why in their business, why they decided to even go that route, I think is really pivotal when you are building relationships and even when you are looking for potential customers. A lot of people just kind of go in and they're just like, oh, I do this and blah, 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 blah. And that's okay. It may work sometimes. Sometimes it does. I'm not going to lie. But some of the best relationships that I have built is because I've gotten to know the individual. I've gotten to understand their emotional, um, their emotional attachment to why they do what they do and understanding why they took the route that they took. So, in a sense, there's a little psychology to it, but it definitely has helped me to really have really strong relationships with people. So, when I'm launching something new like this leading and managing courses and when I'm you know, whether I was trade switching roles in, in corporate or starting a new business or launching a new product, I always had those solid relationships. And people are naturally curious in what you're doing these days. I have people who I've worked with over 10 years ago who are naturally curious in the work that I've been doing in entrepreneurship even today. And so for me, LinkedIn, that's definitely worth it. I use Facebook too, of course, but LinkedIn is where people are doing business, minus some of those sneaky people who like to send inboxes about dating. I don't know what that's about, but all right, we're not going to need to get into that. But,
0: but, uh, yeah,
1: (laughs) because, you know, there's a few.
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh, But definitely Uh, (laughs) leveraging That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, another, that's another panel. Another panel. Um, that's, a... <laughs> that's a whole other. whole another show. Actually we could do a streaming art panel about that situation. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> oh, my god, yeah, that uh yeah. That was definitely something. That was crazy. Yeah, y'all can, oh, you can, yeah. You can
0: you can see where one of my best friends like, cause um we can't we cannot we cannot be in the same office together. We learned that cause no <laughs> working.
2: <laughs> no, no ma'am,
0: no ma'am. You are absolutely correct. Yes, no, not at all. <laughs> that's way, it's like it's like when kids in high school again. Like literally, you're like, no, you on this side, you on that side. I'm like, Oh, we're working. No, you're talking. All right, fine. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I definitely like, agree. Yeah, yeah that was like, a no, good but time, though. But it but it, it <laughs> was because I'm like, why well, y'all sitting there complaining? Who was the one training your people, though? Just saying. We were the ones training your people. You're complaining what we doing. But we training your people to to make sure that they're on the point, right? Because y'all sure wasn't doing it. Oh.
1: I agree. <laughs> like... And
0: that's period. Period, too. Here we get So, <laughs> Ali Joseph, virtuous solutions is my guest here on the Niagara Radio. So, Miss Lady, when it is all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be?
1: I definitely want my legacy to be that I have impacted people financially. I've impacted people in their leadership, in their careers, in their businesses, that's the legacy I want to leave. When people think of Ali Joseph, when they hear the virtual solutionist, they know that it's someone who is definitely invested in impacting their lives in those top ways. Um, Of course, financially, because we all need more money, um, career-wise, because even as entrepreneurs, there are some of us who are still working day jobs, and that's okay. Um, you know, a lot of people try to knock that, and it's just like, no. Some of the, the the wealthiest millionaires that I've spoken to will tell you firsthand, don't just quit your job. So leverage it. That's what I did. I've, I've leveraged several startups to be able to build the experience, the knowledge that I've I've, I've built to be able to share with others. Like, like definitely impact that. So. To be able to impact someone's career, knowing that I can help them get a potential promotion that can turn into um, them making more money, that can turn to them having their own firm is so incredible. Like, when I hear these stories, when I see these things happening, it's amazing to me because I know that I helped, helped make that impact for somebody. I know that I personally had something to do with that, and I was able to impact, and so When I leave a legacy like that, that's definitely the type of legacy that I want to leave for people. They know that I have an investment in growth, whether we work together, whether I've consulted your company, whether I've helped you with onboarding, having a system, um, that's the type of legacy that I want to leave. And, of course, in addition, you know, first is first, like everything that I'm doing is literally to leave a legacy, of course, for my son. So, you know, I want him to be able to grow up. One, you know, not having to go through some of the challenges I had to go through as a as a kid. Um, there's gonna be challenges, but there some things are just he I don't want him to have to worry about. There's just some things that I'm just not gonna want him to worry about. But having him the ability to grow to not start in this world broke. Is that the right word? Yes yeah, framework. Right word. Um, yeah. a lot of us <laughs> bring in people you know, in this world. And when I say broke, you know, yes, I'm talking financially, but also from a mindset as well. Um, some, A lot of kids, I think one of the things that really hurts my spirit is sometimes I see kids who just make 18 years old and they're already homeless. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me because, and I don't want to sit here and, and say, oh, it's the parent's fault. Now, to a degree, you know, parents could have made different decisions. I'm just going to throw that out there. However, I understand that some people didn't have the best upbringing, so I don't want to fully blame that on the parents. But what I do want to say is that there is a lot of knowledge out here today in which people can make better choices. And even if you can't do it for you, at least take some of the necessary steps to get a mentor, a consultant, whatever you need to do to make sure that you can at least push that forward forward. With your legacy, and those are your children, those are your children's children, and so on and so forth. And so, though that's something for me that's crucially important is that as my son gets older, he understands money, he understands business, he understands what that means, and he leverages that to his fullest extent. And even if he wants to go into corporate America again, not an issue, but I want him to leverage it to a point where he can utilize that to build his skill set and to build his natural identity in the, in the network, in the corporate world, not just for a specific role. But even if he decides to take that knowledge and, and build his own firm, that that's also an option for him as well. So I don't want to just say the whole traditional, oh, go get a job for 40 years and retire. I want him to make a decision. So in all honesty, If my son's 18, he graduates high school, um, he either can go to corporate, or if if that's what he so chooses, Um, he starts a business or he has a business already. By the time he's 18, would love to to have him some real estate. That's something I'm working on on the side. Or if he decides to take off for a year and travel the world, he'll have that option. So I don't just want him to think that there's only one way and one straight path to doing anything. There's plenty of opportunities out there, and so. Me really humbling myself and figuring out and navigating as I go, that's going to be really important. But those are just, but me being able to impact people in their legacy and in and, and their career and helping them build their money, those are things that I want people to know and I want people to understand when they think about Ali and they think about the goals that I'm setting. I want them to think about that. So, yeah awesome
0: sauce. So go ahead and tell everybody right where they can find you, follow you, connect with you on LinkedIn, all those fun things.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So you guys, again, I'm Ali Joseph, known as the Virtual Solutionist. You can find me pretty much through everywhere, um, Facebook and Instagram, at I am, at, I said I am. Girl, I'm about to give my old school <laughs> Twitter.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: God. Oh, so Twitter wait a second you guys <laughs> uh, yeah, so I am I, I am Ollie Joseph. I am on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter anymore like that. Uh, but it is at I am Ali Joseph. But for the Virtual Solutionist, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. That's where I am a lot at the Virtual Solutionist. You can find me there on LinkedIn. Um, I do have my business page at the Virtual Solutionist, so you can look that up on LinkedIn. If you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I am at linkedin.com slash n slash Alicia Joseph. That's my full professional legal name. I have to put my legal name, but it'll say Ali Joseph, of course, because that's where people know me also on LinkedIn. You can also visit my website at thevirtualsolutionist.com. So you can go on my website. All my information is on there, my services, a little bit more information about me. You can also schedule... Um, a consultation with me where you can talk a little bit about your business needs, whether it's for CRM services, there are some administrative services if you need an audit of your current business systems, You can do that all and more on my website um, as well as chat as well. So if you need an immediate chat to ask a question, there is a chat feature on there. Um, so, yeah, and those are the ways that you guys can connect with me. And, of course, I'm on Google. So if you look up the virtual solutionist, you will see – they just updated my Google, um, my Google, I guess, page, where now I'm actually, you can Google my business and everything is on there. So, yeah, feel free to use those tools to reach out and connect with me.
0: Awesome, Sol. Thank you so much for coming in today. I love you, Beth. I'm so incredibly proud of you. I can't wait to see what you have for the future. Definitely tell the family hi and hug them for me for sure.
1: Yes, yes, yes. This was fun. I'm definitely so excited to be on here. Thank you for having me.
0: Most definitely. And we will get together soon since the pandemic and finally disappeared and unvaccinated and things. So we can get together <laughs> I guess in person because it's been way too long. And honey, we need drinks. Oh, MG.
1: Oh, I got a Yeah,
0: we definitely got a place for that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. All right, you guys. Have an
1: amazing day, and we will talk to
0: you soon. <laughs> yes. Bye, guys. Hey, what's up? It's Denia Azure. Be sure to follow me all over social media at Denia Azure, D-A-N-A-Y-A-A-Z-U-R-E. And like the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Denia Designs For You, facebook.com forward slash Denia Azure Radio. And be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube. Just type in Denia Azure.
2: Wasn't right Can't shake the Hey, what's going on? It's Kalia Black, and you can find me at Kalia Black, C A L E Y A B L A C K, and you're now tuned in to Denaya Azor Radio.